Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. Okay, we are back with another episode about books and things that we're enjoying, and I get to lead the way this I always love these. <laughs> but I have to start by saying that I have read a lot of garbage this month, <laughs> or since we talked last. Maybe garbage is not the right word, but I have read a I have had my attention span has been non-existent. Yeah. So I feel like I have DNF'd a lot more than normal even, and I yeah. DNF generously all the time. But um, And I've DNF'd later. Like, I've, I've read multiple things this month or since we talked last about books that I got, like, to the 50% mark or yeah. even, like, the 60% mark, and I just, like, lost interest. I was just kind of like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they were all, with, like, books that I'm like, this is objectively good. And yeah. Any other time, I would like it, but I just have no attention span. So that has led to reading a lot of, like, very short novella smut. (laughs) Mostly Halloween smut, because we're recording this (laughs) the week before Halloween, even though it'll air after Halloween. (laughs) Get the vibes. (laughs) That being said, there are a couple of books that I've read that are more more full books or that are, Yeah. yeah, more interesting, I guess. Um, and the, one of the ones that stayed with me a lot is, I'm going to butcher this name because I do not know how to say the title, but um, Noctacadia, I'm going to mm. say it as. Um, it's by Carrie Lake. It's a, a dark, gothic, dark academia thing. Definitely, like, very different from what I usually read. Kind of some paranormal kind of vibes, um, but not really some sciencey vibes, too. Some, like definitely a morally gray love interest mm-hmm. um in like the true sense of the word like i feel like yeah. sometimes morally gray is used for like someone a love interest that's kind of broody or whatever yeah. like you know <laughs> not super nice but th- this love interest actually crosses moral lines yeah. like um but it's one of those like it gave me vibes of like rebecca but also mm. like um jane Eyre and like just all these yeah. different it was like this mashup of all of those like gothic dark room yeah. like secret secret history a little but not as much that one but um it was just interesting like it was mm. just interesting it it captured my attention in a month where other things couldn't yeah. um but it definitely was like kind of creepy and i don't know it just stayed with me like i can't i can't stop thinking about it a little bit um I love it was an interesting concept it was an interesting like it's forbidden romance too so it's like age gap and teacher and there, there were so many tropes and things in it that I'm like I don't usually like this but yeah. for some reason it's like working for me in this yeah. book and I'm just super engaged and really rooting for these characters and I don't know why because they're really horrible yeah. <laughs> the male character at least I mean but not in the way that like we've talked before about male characters who are like like genuinely terrible people that you yeah. like can't really root for at all. Yeah, <laughs> but I like this guy is not good. He's like doing yeah. things that are like selfish, evil, like full on. Like, oh. I mean, he's killing people. So you know, but I liked him still, and I can't yeah. figure out why. And I keep thinking about it. And I think what she did that really worked is that 
she gave him a very strong motivation for yeah. his actions. Yeah. And that motivation was clear right from the very beginning, mm. right from the first time we see him doing anything, the first time we see him on the page. Like, we know what his motivation is pretty yeah. quickly. And then she, like, wove his... Like, he has a very tragic backstory mm. that gets you feeling very empathetic towards him. Yes. Um, and she, like, wove that in where we got... We got all of that backstory before the 50% mark, but kind of got little bits of it at a time in a way that kind of like got you at the beginning, especially when I still wasn't sure I liked him. Like it got me invested in him because Mm -hmm. I wanted to know more of that story and like more of his backstory, Um, which I thought was really interesting. It was a very interesting choice that I think I keep thinking about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's always interesting when like you feel like, your gut feels differently or maybe like yeah. your emotion feels differently than your head does. Yeah, like mentally I was like, yeah. I shouldn't like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I did. <laughs> that, that's yeah. always, it is fascinating though. Like, yeah. because we're not logical. Like <laughs> as human beings, like yeah. we don't just reason our way into things. We do, our yeah. emotion does kind of yeah. lead us some ways. Yeah. And I I love that of like digging into the why of why that there's a difference yeah, and why it still captures your And I do think a lot of it had to do with that, like setting up a lot of empathy because she did that with her female character too. Like we right away know she has this very tragic past and has had to like grow up quickly and all of that. And so you feel a lot for the characters, even when they're doing things that you don't like. It's so powerful. I mean, we talked about Loki before, but I think that that especially was done so well that you, you care about the character even Again, when that character is murdering people and doing terrible things, like you understand why. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so another one I read that I did finish that was actually like not just a short style (laughs) was The Luminaries by Susan um, Dunnard. And this is a YA, it's not spicy. But it is, like, super... There is a little bit of romance, but it's not a lot of romance, and it's super, super slow burn. Mm -hmm. And she did a really great job. Like, the the love interest characters were friends were good friends and then have had like a falling out and she did a really good job like setting that up where I was super intrigued to know what happened and why and and there was like subtle cues that the main Mm. character was misunderstanding things like as the reader you kind of knew that but Mm. also you bought into what the main character believed because it made sense it was logical like her her assumptions didn't feel like they were out of left field. Like yes. we kind of assumed the same thing with her. Cause we're like, yeah, that's a big deal. I, I'm with you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, oh, I think something else is going on here. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to know what it is. Um, and I think that's hard to do with it. Like yes. it's hard to like subtly cue your reader into that. And I thought she did a really great job with yes. that. And without losing them, right? Like, yeah. Especially losing them caring about the character because I think sometimes people are like, yes. oh, they're just being stupid. Yes, yeah. And to be able to maintain that balance where yes. you, the character hasn't lost you even though you have uncertainty. Yeah. That's so powerful to Well, and it was very clear that there, like, it was very clear that there was something more going on. And yet she yes. didn't answer that question at all. And, and it's not, um, like, at all in the book. Like, it's, she held on to it for mm. the next book. Yeah. Um, which sometimes would make me really frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it's that like hard and soft question thing, right? Like yeah. she kept it very subtle to the place where I wasn't totally annoyed that she didn't give me the answer. Yeah. Did she um, make it clear that it was continuing on and that there would 
like I mean by the end you knew like yeah. okay this isn't gonna come out yet yeah. but it wasn't like um like that she said something overtly you know, or anything yeah yeah like yeah um but she kept the questions like so subtle or like yeah. didn't like you bought into the main character's assumptions about yeah. him for a good portion of the book and then you started to see these little hints and clues that like yeah. oh, I think there's something else going on um but he never overtly says that and she never overtly like so that so they stay very soft questions yes. if that makes sense they're yes. not like promises to the reader they're yeah. just like mm, something's going on here that I'm intrigued by did she pay off good things too like yes there go, were other things yeah. that did pay off that yeah That's so there, nice. it was it was yeah. really interesting it was a great study I think in like subtle yeah subtle questions and subtle mm-hmm. um storytelling in, in general there it was very um interesting and lush and like the concept was really fast the world building was really mm-hmm. fascinating and felt unique it had like yeah I don't even really know like what to compare it to mm-hmm. something that was really interesting with this one though was it was third person present tense mm-hmm. which I hate I hate <laughs> third person present tense it's the only point of view that I just like I will DNF a book for it um and I I will say like I almost DNF'd it on the first chapter because of that because yeah. I was like Ugh. But I was reading it with someone else, and so, like, I knew they were reading it, and yeah. it was like, okay, I'll keep going. And she won me over, like, pretty, fairly quickly. Like, mm-hmm. she did a good job with it. Like, it's a, a really hard point of view, I think, to do well. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe not as hard as, like, second person, but yeah. it's still, I don't know, it can read awkward to me yeah. a lot of times. Absolutely. And I felt like it didn't, and it... I think it made sense. Like, I could see the story has this very fairy tale kind of vibe. Mm. There's, like, this dark forest thing going on. and Yeah. And I think, like, third person works well for that. But there's also this, like, mm. secrets and lies and, um, and like, the this danger element that I think works really well with present tense because you get that, like, urgency. Yeah. So I can understand why she did it, but... It's also not my favorite. <laughs> just, I would still probably have rather had in first person present. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And there was that. this great, it was just, yeah, it was really enjoyable. I, it had been a while since I just read a straight up YA and, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of fun to, to mix things up in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then the other ones, well, I read Mary Oliver's Red Bird and Ooh. it was wonderful. I love her. It's just I she never fails. <laughs> I I have slowly read that one over time. Like yeah, and I love I love the feel of yeah. <laughs> I yeah I can't even like describe what it is about yeah. her poetry, but they do have this very unique flavor yeah. that I just it never fails to. I love them. <laughs> I just yes. love it so much. Yes. So it's been fun. I've I I mean I had a goal of reading a poetry book. A month, and at the beginning of the year, there were multiple months where I read like more than one. So then over the summer, I kind of like stopped and was like, oh, I've, I've already kind of met that goal or close to it. Yeah. Um, but lately, I've kind of picked poetry back up again, probably because of that intention span thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really enjoyable to read that one. And then the other one I read was um, When Angels Speak of Love oh, by yes. um, Bell Bell Hooks. Hooks. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was one probably too. one of my favorite for the year. Like mm-hmm. I just thought it was, it was beautiful. It was well done. 
I feel like I've compl- some of the books, the poetry books I've read this year have yeah. felt like they're not poetry. Like yeah. I feel bad saying that because anything can be poetry and, yeah. you know, but they feel a lot like just kind of pithy sayings and things. Yeah. And it was really refreshing. Like I felt like both with mm-hmm. Bell Hooks and with Mary Oliver, like it felt like poetry. It felt like yes. they were crafted, like the words were chosen mm-hmm. particularly for that feel and that yes. vibe and that imagery that they wanted to provoke. Um, and then those distinctive flavors of the writer. Yeah. Like, I love that. And yeah. I, I love Bell Hooks. I Yeah. She has so much. There's just so much there. It's funny because I don't ever. I don't tend to feel like they're heavy to read. But no. they tend to. They, they are compact. I yeah. think in a good way. They, they carry so much depth to yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and even double meaning mm-hmm. in there um that i just love yeah yeah i totally agree the, and then one more poetry book i read this month was um what is otherwise infinite by mm. bianca stone and this might be my top poetry book for the year honestly like it, mm. i just really loved it it was beautiful the imagery was beautiful there was a rhythm to these poems that mm. i really like and yeah. i can be kind of picky about that i think I don't tend to like when things are super rhymey, but I do really like when there's some clear meter and some yeah. like rhythm to it. Um, so there, it was just, it had a really nice rhythm. There was like really vivid, rich language mm. and imagery. Yeah, I just loved it. Uh, I even like, <laughs> so I always take notes on the things that I yeah. read and in, I just take pictures, screenshots of titles of the cover and then I put notes yeah. in my photo app. Um, but this, with this one, I like pulled out quotes cause I was just like, there's that. just so many beautiful things. Yes. <laughs> so that was great. And then the, well, maybe, okay. <laughs> I, I also read a couple other like Gothic ones all by the same author, but I didn't realize they were the same author when I went oh. into them, which was <laughs> kind of funny. That's awesome. <laughs> I love when that happens though, when you're like, wait, <laughs> but it was very interesting because she did something in so I read Hollow by um, Karina Hale, and then it might be Haley. I don't know. H-A-L-L-E. But I read Hollow, and then I followed it by reading Blood Orange, and then Blood Orange has a, a, is part of a duet, so then Black Rose is the second one in that series. So I read all three really close together. Mm. Knew, obviously, the series was written by the same yeah. person, but I didn't realize that Hollow was written by the same person. And after I read them, I was like, huh. Both of these authors did like had kind of the same sort of problem. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, it's the same author. Yeah. But she did something really interesting because both of these, like, the promises were so good. Like the concepts were so interesting. Yeah. There were such interesting things going on. Like Hollow is a retelling of um Sleepy Hollow. Like mm, it's yeah. and it had such a like it's like a dark academia, like school there's a school like Retelling of Sleepy Hollow, Why Choose? And the premise was so good. It was set up so good. There were great, like, questions and secrets going on that you were, like, really intrigued by. But she didn't answer any of them. And it was, like, tons of guns on the mantle that just, like, sit there and never go off. And I was, like, (sighs) waiting for them to go off. Um, And granted, after reading her other one, I was like, okay, she's just holding a lot of this for book two. But even then, so there is going to be a second book to Hollow. And so I was like, all right, I can kind of buy into it <laughs> but it just felt like a little bit frustrating and yeah. then I read Blood Orange and it 
it like hooked me from the very beginning. I was like super invested, super intrigued. The main character has a very strong motivation that puts her in direct conflict with the love interest. Um, and there's like things she's trying to figure out. There, there's just like some great things going on that made me want to read more yeah. because I wanted to find out the answers to these questions. Yes. <laughs> and then she doesn't answer the questions. Yes. And even like there were certain th- elements of danger. And this is something that I've been thinking about a lot since reading this is like when you tell your audience that this particular thing is going to be difficult and dangerous yes. and you're at risk. And if so-and-so finds out, then you're going to be in trouble. You have to have so-and-so find out. Yes. <laughs> so, like, like you have to pay off on that danger yes. promise. And so there are a number of things that were like bad there were like bad guys closing in on, on all sides and these like things that were happening externally that you then expect to like, oh, in the in the climax these are all gonna yes. come together and like it's all gonna be dramatic it's all and like come to head. Yes. <laughs> and so I kept expecting that. And something would happen so like the midpoint, I kind of was like, oh, maybe it's going to come out here. This is this could be a good place for it. Yeah, yeah, nothing comes out. Okay. And then like there's the the like we get to like the 75% mark. There's this big event. And I'm like, oh, this is it's going to be like all is lost yeah. kind of climax moment. And like this is when things are secrets are going to come out. Nope. <laughs> like, and then when she had the climax and this and one of the big secrets is revealed. It wasn't revealed by the like dangerous people that you were worried about. Yeah. It was revealed by someone else who was introduced like in that chapter. And you're just like, it, it just felt yeah. very unsatisfying. But what was yeah. interesting is that she also managed like the very ending was, so the climax was super unsatisfying, but the very ending, like it had a very quick drop and she managed to make it both inevitable and surprising and to totally like, rip me apart yes. I was just like oh my gosh I cannot believe you just did that yes <laughs> which then made me want to read the second book absolutely. still even though I was like annoyed with her <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and, and like there were so many open questions that I was like okay well she'll answer them in the second book so I went into the second book expecting answers and expecting certain things that she still didn't pay off like there was oh, some, a lot of it yeah. she did a lot of it she did but she what I realized in the end was that there were some really interesting external things going on like some of the world building was really interesting there were really interesting antagonists that I wanted to know more about but so I like was expecting that and I didn't get that because I think in the end like she was writing a love story and so like what you did get was this very insular love story between the couple and yeah um in both books like she satisfied what you expected from the couples and satisfied the answer you expected from their story but there were other things going on in her world that were so interesting and yeah. that felt like they were introduced as promises that she never fulfilled or those smoking guns that never went off. Yes. Um, and it was it was very interesting to me just about like uh, thinking mm. about the expectations of the reader for one. Yes. Like when you're introducing those kinds of promises, like how what are what expectations are you setting up? When a book is advertised as a dark academia, a vampire, you know, like the like, um, Blood Orange is dark academia vampire story, like, and with the premise of the first chapter, there's some real like clear danger and things like that. Yeah. I'm expecting something that is much more, it's bigger than just yes. an insular love story. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think if I had gone into it knowing like, okay, there's other things going to go going on in this world that I'm not, maybe I'm going to get answers, or maybe they're yeah. like yeah, there's a bad guy over here they're never going to deal with. You know, like, if I knew going into it that that's what was going to happen, I might have 
because I did enjoy it, but it yeah. just was, yeah, it was a little frustrating. It taught me something yeah. <laughs> about smoking guns. And I, it's something that I've been able to actually pull in yes. with some clients lately who've like introduced questions that then never go anywhere. And yes. I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> well, and issues of scope. Like, yeah. If you're yeah, going to have it scope is. be a yeah. part of it, why not leave that portion of it out? Well, this is the thing though, because I've yeah. been thinking about that because I think if she did, she wouldn't have hooked me so much. I see. Yeah. So what she did like oddly worked. It got me to read the whole book <laughs> and to read the next whole book. And I will tell you, I will read the second one to hollow. So part of me is like, maybe this is a great idea. <laughs> super effective. <laughs> super effective. She's definitely going to get people reading more than one book. And since Star on Kindle yeah. Unlimited, every page is worth something yeah. to her. Absolutely. Well, and that might be, so there's like, like the idea of in psychology of like a random schedule is more yeah. actually like increases button pressing more than a payoff schedule that is predictable. So you yeah. wonder if that has to do it too, if it's down to yeah, the because that's the, that's interesting because I definitely off. had this like predictions of yeah. when things were gonna pay off or when answers were gonna get given that didn't happen, mm. and it kept me reading. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's really interesting. I love it. Anyway. <laughs> I was really intrigued by just processing that one. Absolutely. Okay, and I have one more I'm going to tell you about. Yep. Mainly just for you. Oh, yay. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Okay, so some of the ones I've talked about are like Hollow and Blood Orange are definitely spicy. Mm. Luminaries is not. <laughs> this one is like super spicy. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the spiciest I've read this year no. with a mouth on him like <laughs> no other. But their like, like concept is so cute, and I just like loved it. It was short, but it, I don't know why I even love this book so much. But they are they have been in this like group online that play video games together. Oh my goodness, you have me. You know, <laughs> that's why I was like, got <laughs> But they play video games together and have both like had a crush on each other. Yeah. But kind of been like, this is ridiculous. I don't even know this person. Whatever you do. Yeah. Um. But he owns a, like, computer repair store, and her computer breaks, and so he's like, bring it in, and so then they meet in person, and all kinds of things happen. But it, it was a really interesting, like, it hooked me from the very beginning, because mm-hmm. it started out with something where you, like, don't totally know what's going on, mm-hmm. but yeah. then, like, figure it out, and it makes him a very interesting character when you figure it out, because he does mm-hmm. something as a side gig that is an odd job. It's not a common job. I won't say anything more because it'll ruin some of the tension at the beginning. But, but it, and it also managed, in a book that is largely just spice, mm-hmm. there managed to be still like a conflict and a mm-hmm. clear climax. Yes. Um, which I really liked. And a climax that I could kind of anticipate, which I also like, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, we just talked about with the last book how I didn't like that frustration of like expecting something and not getting it. If there is something satisfying as a reader when you can kind of expect it and anticipate yes. a climax or something happening or something ending up being a problem, but yes. it still ends up being a little bit surprising for you. Yes. And I felt like this managed to do that, which I think, I think it, it did two things in a book that's primarily smut that are rare. And one was that having a clear, like, background danger yes. that comes out in the climax and dread. the second was just very well developed characters nice. like they were yeah. just really they were adorable and sweet and mm. also just like really hot I, <laughs> just, I don't know it's like she's yeah there's like she has some insecurity from her past and they both oh, do really and like there's just yes. some great like 
things they were working through, but yes. also that, yeah, I, I don't know. It was great. I think you would really like Thank it. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> I, I love yeah. that it's like, they're nerds and yeah. it's wonderful. It is. I, they're, I, they're super nerds. And like, yeah, anime stuff and other things. It was just like Laura needs to I this. think it just adds so much to characters. Like when you give yes. them, when you give them interests, yeah. when you give them things that make them distinctive in that way yeah. and obviously nerd culture is really fun to me of yeah. all sorts so I'm like well and he's got like a little nephew that he plays Minecraft with and, you know that. like it was oh just like oh <laughs> I just think like about you. how like you know there is something about that that it not just really like people who enjoy Minecraft but it also like gives the character depth like yeah there's just so much that you can do when you figure out yes part of what they just love yeah and and there's something cool there that then you can connect with other people yeah who love also the same love, things yeah totally so that was glitch by brianna yeah. michaels i don't think i had said her name but there you go yeah. those are my <laughs> recent reads we're talking the about question though any other like what is the uh, of your other selections what's the best of the novella smuts <laughs> okay um <laughs> if you feel comfortable yeah well Okay, this is a little bit difficult to answer because... Okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Feel free to skip the question. No, it's good. I think um, some of the, the ones that I read were really not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were short enough that I finished them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that, like, <laughs> I both really liked and was also not for me. That yeah. was kind of interesting. And that was Jacked <laughs> by um, Layla Fay, And... It, like, hooked me. It was so, yeah. like, there were some really interesting questions. And so, like, I couldn't put it down. It was super engaging. I will probably read the next one. But it was also, like, more, um, maybe more kinky or more, like, I don't know the right word. It was more fear-based and oh, um, yeah. kinky, I, I if that you. makes sense. That than, absolutely like, does, yeah. Than I would typically yeah. like. But it, there was, was just some really, it, <laughs> there was just some really interesting questions that, <laughs> like, things that she kept back from the reader and ways that she like revealed something at the end while not revealing everything. So it's, it's part of a series and yeah, like I said, I might check out the other ones. We'll see. Um, and then pumpkin smash by, um, Darva green. This one was, this was probably my favorite. It was like one of the sweeter ones. Like Mm -hmm. it is a monster romance, but I don't know. Like it it was just, it was sweet. It was sweet. And it was, it was short and smutty, but it wasn't, all that compared to what it is and in the genre it yes. is it wasn't overly like it was fairly tame in yeah. terms of the smut or like her language choice and other things were much more tame than some of the other ones yeah. um and it wasn't like it's a halloween romance but it was yeah. more sweet than like scary yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which like jack does more on the like scary side yeah. um I that. yeah so those were probably the two that i would i would say but now that it's past Halloween, you can you can just tuck them away Absolutely. for next year. I love it. All right. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us. And um, yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, would you leave a review? Because that helps other people find us. And we hope you keep reading and writing and putting your work out into the world. <laughs>